done starting started hello everyone welcome to yet another episode of cricket unplugged uh so rakhav and i we watched uh, a documentary on netflix you know its name is sikaras so uh, all of our listeners our suggestion is that it's, it's a fantastic documentary uh, it's about uh, how the 2013 uh, the 2014 uh, winter olympics was uh, completely you know scammed by the russians and exposed uh, let's say a 25 year 30 year history of russian athletes being uh, continuously being under the scanner people uh, you know having malpractices with the help of uh, uh, substances which are actually banned so uh, all of those controversies were uh, shown in that documentary and then uh, we could not help but uh, think that uh, such an instance has you know also happened in cricket i mean we are not necessarily talking about uh, the use of uh, banned substances uh, by cricketers but uh, the u but the presence of uh, you know practices which are essentially harmful you know to the overall setting of any game and that's when we uh, thought that we need to talk about this so we have been talking about the intricacies of the game whatever happens on the field so today's episode will be a little bit different we'll be talking about something which happens off the field and uh, something which is not to be you know celebrated about rather that which is something which needs a lot of close uh, monitoring and uh, you know a lot of discipline has to be brought in otherwise we fear that cricket might go into the you know garbage like a few other fields uh, have traveled in india right now we all know what is happening in you know uh, bollywood etc right now in india as we are speaking Uh, so we today will be talking about uh, about three to four uh, extremely uh, infamous scandals which have rocked uh, cricket of course there are many many but we have zeroed in on a uh, three four which uh, we believed needs a little bit more attention uh, raghav i would uh, request you to you know begin with uh, the first one uh, your Uh, inputs on the same uh, i would i i would want to know uh, your inputs you know as uh, as a cricket analyst one who analyzes the game a lot and also as you know a fan one who has a personal stake in this sport also mm-hmm. yeah first of all it's a pretty good good topic i would say to discuss on because like like every sport cricket has its bad side as well and these are not in not uh, exactly in our control as a fan or as a as a as a viewer so it's a little bit hard to hard to digest when these things happen these scandals happen so yes it has to be cleaned up and it there are measures been taken to make sure cricket is spot free and uh, it goes pretty much scandal free but it's not the case there have been lot of scandals which have rocked world cricket and more so i would say specific countries 
so that's where i'm going to begin my uh, take or my point of view on this particular episode where i revisit probably the worst uh, among the worst matches of cricket i have seen in my life at least the 2008 india versus australia sydney test match which is most infamously called the monkey gate scandal so it comes from a pretty personal personal uh, point i was as the listeners would have got to know by now that i am a australian fan and i, I continue be uh, to be a, a huge australian cricket team fan even now so that was really shocking what happened but as every story has two sides to it so one side is where we sit in india so what we are fed from the indian media and the overall indian perspective so the australian perspective yes it was if we had to go back in time to those uh, rather dubious circumstances if i take our listeners back in time does uh, incident were so in two before this series actually in in october 2007 when india and australia were part of a seven match odi series the indian fans in mumbai and and, and katak to be specific they put out posters describing andrew simons as a monkey because of his long hair with the locks and he looks kind of uh, let's say un, 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 unconventional but monkey is no way of uh, calling any any cricketer irrespective of whether you like him or not so that's was very cheap in my opinion to start off with so they started the the drama in india only for a character like simons won't take this lying down you have many other gentlemen who made this brushes aside and move on and with the sport but when you have a fasty character like uh, harbhajan singh in the indian setup and this was what ricky ponting had to say in one of the documentaries which was done by fox cricket on this particular scandal he is like simons it doesn't need too much ruffling but when he have indian fans calling him a monkey and then he wanted to take his frustration on on to somebody not exactly the indian team and he had the perfect pawn in in harbhajan singh so that's how it started and then there was this whole lot of really unwanted stuff which happened post the game which is really should have not happened from any point of view forget australian cricket fan point of view from cricket fan analyst any angle if you look at it it's not good what happened post the game where they had a court hearing this is not this is not the sport which we we both love for sure like when you have a, a court case which is uh, so called going to end the tour indian team were hell bent on seeking justice for for harbhajan singh so and luckily things were sorted to an extent where india uh, came out really well in the next test in perth where they went on to beat australia as well so that is a true spirit of the indian team i would say where they bounce back from such a such a horrific and bad uh, incidents of set of incidents but there is a one angle which 
yes that is the spirit of the game which keeps getting invoked even in the comment which Ricky Ponting made which got uh, scandalized on uh, Twitter where he spoke about Ashwin's man cutting and him having a tough conversation with Ashwin before the IPL it was actually blown out of proportion if people are following what uh, what Ashwin has been doing on uh, YouTube and Ricky Ponting himself said that it's absolutely in the within the laws of the game that you, if batsmen are coming out of the crease you are very much right in doing what what you did it was blown out of context so that is where i am coming from even in this incident there was a lot of unwanted i would say there is definitely a need for people like ricky ponting to be told especially after that game to curb his enthusiasm because there is an incident when uh, he was claiming a catch and he was asking the umpire to give it out but my point is yes he did act in a unwanted manner but why did the umpire give in so that is my first question to all the fans who have be 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 almost uh, be little tricky pontings legacy as a captain at least indian fans second question i have for them is yes you had howlers made by steve buckner and mark benson and howlers happened even to australia as well so why should all the flag go to the indians when yes india did lose the game in rather uh, dubious circumstances i am not claiming that it's a great win by uh, from uh, australian fans perspective it was a game i felt could have been declared a draw for all all practical reasons but india did lose the game by 200 runs or something so so that's where it is so as history books if you go back in time india did lose this game but my question specific questions are from that particular scandal as a australian cricket fan as an analyst is one why is only ricky ponting's contact as a captain being questioned till date on that game so kumble handled himself very well but umpires were umpiring was awful like miserable throughout the game first innings ricky ponting was sent off when he spanked the ball he didn't hit it he didn't edge it still so that is my thing if you wanted to make it a fair game drs was getting introduced that time india was the first team or bcci was the first cricket board to uh, completely oppose the drs so i am asking them now if the drs was there you would have won the game you would have at least drawn the game if not won so it's your fault you didn't take the drs so you had to face the brunt of see buckner unfortunately making those really pathetic howlers yes ricky ponting should have curb himself i am not i am a huge fan of ricky ponting the leader it's not one of his finest games as a leader but i cannot take it when everyone who questions him says that you cheated and won that game i am sorry you didn't cheat and win any game yes he cheated in in that sense contact was not up to the mark but that can be said about many other teams as well but it's not as what you call scandalized or as talked about as this game so that is my where i come from but uh, from my indian fan i want to know your perspective were you as 
uh, shocked by the that particular game's uh, outcome and what's your take on uh, Ricky Ponting as a skipper especially in this game if not overall <clears throat> i mean uh, there is absolutely uh, no questioning about uh, Ricky Ponting as a captain share points that you have put up there rather uh regarding the monkey gate and uh, this thing so uh, yes there were a lot of lot of howlers which uh, which which went against india's way you know i i still remember uh, <clears throat> the first innings of that uh, test match i think uh, uh, australia were uh, extremely little uh, for four or i mean they were uh, pretty less and then they were four or five wickets down and then uh, uh, uh i think andrew simons literally smashed the ball to the wicket keeper and uh, the umpire gave it not out so yeah. it it was a very very clear decision and i think not even uh, in the fourth inning say there were a few uh mistakes uh, done there but uh, i'm i'm talking about the very first innings itself i think uh, that should have gone mm. but uh, uh going back to uh rocky ponding's captaincy i would want to you know make it uh, uh, a bigger picture so i'm not just talking about uh, uh, rocky ponding here so i believe it all started from let's say uh, during the times of ian chapel you know when ian chapel was the captain of australia uh, he had a clear uh, image on the outside that you know he leads a team which is very tough and uh, um he does not uh, you know stray back uh, uh in in you know uh, getting to the years uh, of the opposition batsman especially when they are in the field so when we are talking about an english team you know the captain was probably a person who is more well rounded you know and uh, they go to the australian shores and uh, they get it they get a mouthful and uh, he had the bowlers you know like lillian Thom- thompson who did that so uh you have to go back in time to actually understand where all this uh, you know stigma against the australian cricketers come from so uh, mm-hmm. again it was transferred uh, via you know and then alan border came and then they had a string of captains who were like that and uh, i believe uh, ricky ponting uh, ricky ponting wasn't uh, anything different you know mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, situations wherein Uh, uh, you know i i really remember one uh, instant on youtube it was during the ashes 2005 and then jeff boycott was on commentary and mm. then um, uh, michael won uh, i think was uh, dropped uh, one ball and then i think uh, he was he was just he was bowled of a no ball or something like that and immediately when that event happened jeffrey boycott you can say on live say oh what a tragedy couldn't have happened to nicer people you australians so <laughs> uh, there is this common connotation on the outside world that you know the australians play their game rough they don't you know think about uh, uh, molding uh, molding around or even holding back their words so that's that's yeah. that's a kind of an image which has been formed and i don't think it will ever change i think that's that specifically why uh, when another scandal happened just bef- just before justin langer took over mm. um, 
there was a huge backlash and nobody you know gave sympathy to uh, the players involved i really don't think that will you know work out that is something which has worked for australia but at the end of the day it's a double edged sword i mean you, you cannot win hearts and matches together you know if you if you if you're wanting to win matches in a certain way you do not really uh, you know hinge on the public opinion you know if you want public opinion and you want to play the game well then you know that's that's got to be dravid you know so if you are the australians i mean they they play the way they know they are successful in that they have been successful in that way for decades right now and i don't think if if, if people uh, you know uh, give something back to them you cannot really cry foul to that you know that's something which australians have been giving to the the opposition now the opposition has started giving back so you know what goes around comes around that's what i feel so talking about uh, you know the australian uh, uh, setup i think uh, we just mentioned uh, mm. you know another uh, scam which came so that was a monkey gate and this was infamously called as a sandpaper gate right. uh, i really do not feel uh, on a personal level on a personal me too being uh, uh, i would say a die hard fan of the australian cricket team in in the early 2000s when i started watching cricket i felt it was really really hard that the whole world went down upon uh, the australian cricketers for using a bit of sandpaper on a ball yes probably it might not be uh, you know within the laws of the game you know some uh, some 1.0 point something law of the uh, mcc code might have been violated but i do not think that such a harsh uh judgments should have been given to uh, those players um, i think uh, you would want to you know detail on that what really happened and what were the uh, circumstances and the after effects of that scandal yeah, yeah so interesting that you brought that up because uh, from your and those pretty i think uh, nice to hear a voice which is not from a not coming from a usual standpoint so usual standpoint is as you perfectly put it people have bashed these three people who are involved in this scandal that is steve smith david warner and cameron cameron bancroft so the incident was i i would call it in personal experience it was pretty pretty much the life and the heart of the the australian team was was taken away for a year and why so the, just to go give context to this thing so 2018 27 24th march cameron bancroft while uh, shining the ball he takes off takes out sandpaper and it gets caught on camera and then david warner was the one who was instructing him from mid off so he was part of the the game and later on we get to know that steven smith was also in in the plan so that's why these three were banned and again as i said in my first uh, when we were stop in the talking about the monkey gate scandal there are two aspects to this so one is yes why was the world willing to pounce on these three people so much so it comes from what you what you are saying there people generations of cricket viewers especially in india 
I'm not sure about the world as such because I don't know the pulse. I just get to read Twitter and all that, so I can't comment for for them. But especially in India, they have got used to Australians dominating and thrashing them throughout. Mostly, if we take out the 2001 series away, in the history books, if you look at from 1980s 80s onwards, India hasn't won too many. So. When you get a scandal with this one, could have been at actually bust bust away with without too much fuss, is what I feel. But it was made into this monumental show of ethics and Australian cricket as leads its lowest that they don't deserve to be number one. This that like call for a special committee to probe Australian cricket's uh, thing. A lot of really disturbing thing. I was disturbed not why. About what happened after the incident, I was disturbed. Why people are so almost happy? Then what happiness do you get when you, what uh, you call, jump on these three players? They have come out and openly admitted a crime. So I don't think too many countries will do that. To be frank, too many countries, too many players from other countries will openly admit. And a captain and a batsman in Steve Stephen Smith, who was at at his Best as a batsman. Let's not forget he was hitting hundreds at will before that incident happened. Not that it changed too much in the 2019 Ashes. We all know what he did, but that is Steven Smith. But uh, a lesser batsman would have not been able to come out of such a such a vulturous approach being put out by the media, and that's why Indian media and Indian fraternity in particular. The sports fanatic they latched onto it because they have never seen a Australian team that low. Because their last heart and soul of the team, David Warner and Stephen Smith, across formats are pretty much Virat Kohli and Rohit Sharma of of India now. So take out Virat Kohli and Rohit Sharma, and I bet you India are not going to win too many games. However good the team is, so that's what. We did to Australia as a cricket nation, and uh, it was in a way coming. I was expecting this to happen after such incident happened when Indian and especially all the channels, everyone, they were almost celebrating it. So that's where my my disgust comes actually. Like why? What what did these three do to you as an Indian fan? As if they have done anything against you? If there are anyone. <clears throat> Sorry, is there anyone who should be celebrating or who should be crying a foul? It's the South African public actually, because it happened on their shores. But actually, they are much more measured than the Indian fans. Yeah, so that is one aspect to it, how they reacted, and of course we know what happened to them. But that is again to show the difference thing when you have Australian cricket board as a special code of. a uh, conduct and and ethics which made sure these three people repent and come out as better 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 human beings bcci may have all the laws put into place but i don't think if there's a incident which happens of this magnitude i don't think they'll have the balls or the guts to ban a virat kohli let's let's uh let's say hypothetically i don't want it to happen again to any team but uh, hypothetically if india gets caught in such a scandal now with all the power which bcci holds 
I think they'll just ban him for one match or something, which is what other countries will do to Steve Smith and David Warner when such an incident happened. But no, as per Australian, as per the ACB's code of conduct, two point one point three point two, that is his class. It clearly states this is against the spirit of the game, and such acts must be dealt with dealt with in a very serious and a cruel manner and people who are involved should get the right right punishment and students with got the harshest of the punishment one year away from the game because he was a captain and as a face of a nation who prides itself on its cricket yes as you very well said they are known to be brash they are known to be in your face and that's australia now we can't have every team being one uh, one uh, nature then i think Our love for the game itself might not not been so much. If we have everybody who is gentlemanly and very calm and like all teams can't be filled with the dravids. You need the pontings. You need the Australians. You need the West Indian flair to make the game what what it is. Everyone has a diverse and unique perspective. Yes, Australia have not been uh, will not be I guess in the good books of. fans and it comes to behavior and all that but you cannot rule out the performances so that is the learning which i took personally is the especially the indian overall indian fans uh, they are that bias and that eager for somebody like an australia or probably in england maybe to dip that day less pounds on them so i actually my personal regard for the indian sports media especially the cricket fraternity slipped a long way after this kind of happened because you don't trivialize and you don't make this into a soap opera which is what happened here even australia you will be shocked australian media stopped covering this for after a week because sentences were handed out to the players players were repenting and the national team was getting was suffering because these players are not there so the focus was on the cricket why the team is not doing that well why uh, the management is not that good and then justin langer's coaching came under the scanner and i'm extremely happy that the test came out on amazon prime which gave you a peek into what happens behind the scenes so i think for so called fans who started to respect the australian team more after that thing i think you can keep your respect to yourself i don't need that australian fans don't need it you are the ones who jumped on steven smith and david warner but when they represent hyderabad and uh, rajasthan will you do the same answer is a big year. capital and no so that two nature thing i think you can keep their a uh, so called loyalty to these players aside you are waiting for were waiting for australia to slump and yes australia handed you a what do you call a tali if you have to call it that they gave the scandal to you and you made it what it is so my respect has gone down i don't think it is going to come back anytime soon because you don't treat people like steven smith they would wanted this badly they are not that bad they openly came out and told as i as i said earlier so i would definitely 
hope there are more people like you who actually felt that the punishment was too harsh the treatment media treatment was uncalled for hopefully there are more voices like that in the subcontinent if not india the indians are basically waiting for the fall to happen so it is pretty pretty uh, uh, miserable but i think in a way it is expected so i am made my peace with the thing i know where i stand as a analyst and a fan i was very shocked i was hurt i definitely wanted these players to be banned for a period of one month or two months to be frank one year was harsh today and when you have a team being built around these two as your core batsmen and justin langer cannot be questioned and to his credit he has taken australia to pinnacle of t20 cricket and he has to he took them to the test uh, supremacy only for india to overtake them and uh, rightly so although they didn't have warner and smith still india won in australia so let's not take that away from them so australia were <laughs> number 1 in t20s where let's put it this into context when justin langer came into red side australian cricket was at its lowest since i started following them in terms of quality mm. i am not talking about the image image has been pretty low as you very well put it earlier itself they never rated australia as players or as gentlemen that highly across the world so quality of cricket was really shocking and test ended the series in england 2018 19 where australia lost final i have not seen a australian team that week in my life so they had absolutely nothing going going in for them and england were extremely clinical and they were extremely fantastic in the series but they had australia team which was banking on if i'm not wrong aaron fins and travis head to win you five games and that's not a great sign so i'm happy that a scandal happened because now australian cricket especially t20 cricket is back on the map their number one test team is doing pretty well i think they are on the upswing one day cricket is little bit on and off but i think with such a team teams like india and england they are going to find it little hard to regain the supremacy but i think they are pretty much front runners to be in the top 2 3 okay. so i think australian okay. cricket has come out in a much better way and i hope okay. i hope people who follow cricket have little bit more empathy because it has no fun in dragging down players for no for for unwanted reasons yes they did they did do a crime i'm not saying they are saints they did commit a crime you have to improve your yeah, how you treat these people because same person who called for a ban ban or sin cricket this that will be supporting go on or go when they take on uh, bangalore soon in the ipl but that mm. really irks me i don't know why these people exist to ex- to a large extent so this i would say think think before you do something as fans oh. if you want to pull down australia then boycott uh, srh why why are you following the ipl so much boycott rajasthan royals steve smith is a captain don't support them 
means troll them, mock them on all sort of platforms, so that uh, maybe Rajasthan Royals will have to be forced to take out Steve Smith as a captain. That's not going to happen. We know it for sure. So that's what yes, I'm saying. Yeah, so, so. Uh, fair points put there by Raghav, uh, and I would also like to add that you know uh, a few fans, not just the fans, even the media, have been extremely harsh on these people. Not everybody has been you know uh, uh, empathetic towards that. There was there were a lot of let's say aversion even uh, shown to these players. Uh, in fact, there was a a, a great. Um, gesture made by Virat Kohli during the India-Australia match in the semi-final, which India won. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, really Virat good. actually, you know, asked his Indian fans to, you know, stop booing and uh, start, uh, you know, cheering for uh, yes. Steve Smith. He's exactly. such a great really champion. Yeah, yeah. But on, on, on the same hand, uh, I think uh, uh, what... Uh, the Indian fans and India Indian media did to Steve Smith and David Warner also had a great deal to do with what the Australian people have been doing towards you know the English and the Indians and you know anybody else for the past 30 40 years so uh, it was it was all a build up because of that and I'm sure yeah. if, if if this was actually happening to a New Zealand player you know a New Zealand player did mm. scrub the ball with the bat uh, I don't think uh, and uh, the Indian media or the Indian fans would have been so harsh with them. Absolutely not. So, mm. uh, so where you know the English pundits like you know Michael Vaughan and uh, you know David Lloyd and Jeff Boyk and all of these players were ready to pounce on the Australians because the Australians have been uh, let's say severely harsh on uh, the Palms and the Indians. So, I think. Uh, um, you cannot really uh, completely boil that down to, you know, the Indian fans behaving that way. It is, uh, you know, as I mentioned, largely got to do with what has really happened. Uh, you know, what has been dished out by the Aussie media. You know, there has been, I would say the whole term called as, you know, sledging and all of that has had actually started, had, had roots from the Australians. So they even if... The uh, fans from the other countries give it back to them. I think it's it's just natural that that's the way it will go. You know, I mm-hmm. think if, if if you are a Kane Williamson or uh, who's leading an English team, uh, uh, I don't think this would have ever happened. I don't think even the ban would have been you know that long. Uh, and uh, uh, the Australian cricket board wanted to you know showcase to the world that they were so tough, and that's why they dished out. Uh, you know, 12-month ban on uh, Steve Smith and uh, David Warner, which 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 I think was, you know, rather harsh. And they have they they had been stripped out of captaincy roles from a long time. I think Indians, on the other hand, have actually been more lenient. That uh, just immediately after that ban, David Warner was made the captain of the SRH. You know, we Indians did not have any qualms. You know, you cannot be the captain. You are involved in the scandal. I think Indians were more leeway. Uh, so in a way, yes, I think uh, there were mixed emotions. The media was harsh on them. Mm. You know, um, you can't really say that. I mean, again, what goes around comes around. It uh, it had to be that way. And David Warner has an extremely you know dubious past. You know, punching Joe Root in the bar and. You know, yes. shouting against Johnny Bears too, and so uh, this 
he he did not uh, have a great history and that i think uh, you know when 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 people are not um within themselves when they really show a swagger which is not you know uh, fitting into their mold and uh, when they slightly go off track there is there is bound to be a huge backlash and and i am sure that you know if, if, if a player like virat kohli is involved in something like this the aussie media would be doing the same because virat kohli has given lot of it back to the aussie team and um, they you know would definitely be you know pouncing on an opportunity this uh, comes to, to probably not as much as earlier because now they have tapered out like post the scan sandpaper gets and and mm-hmm. one more reason is australian media actually regard virat kohli a lot so mm-hmm. they, they bash the indian team for sure i'm not going to deny that they bash the indian team when they come there but after what virat kohli has done to australia in australia in 2014 and 2018 as a captain and as a batsman he is going to be spared because they consider him very australian in his way of approach and his batting style technique captaincy so they are treat him treat him on par if you have to call it so mm-hmm. yeah but uh, i agree with you the overall sentiment yeah probably media would be willing to pounce but i don't think they can stoop as low as certain sections of the media as i pointed out in my portions <laughs> have on steve smith and david warner and the two f- to facilitate that nature the dual fashion nature where you celebrate somebody for two months and then you make your life's goal to put down them the remaining 10 months of the year so that is something which has to change hopefully it will change absolutely and uh, i think if they were involved in some match fixing scandal i think uh, this should have been dished out on to them but i think uh, sandpaper is something which you know can be called categorized as a brain fade you know like steve smith put that there but i know the phrase has become com- comical yeah. these days because of the usage but uh, i i really felt bad for those two you know poor blocks i mean i'm great fan of steve smith he is probably the best test batsman going around so it's mm. it's a check so uh, moving uh, m- being a being a Austrian cricket fan myself ever since the late 90s and early to to 2000s it's definitely among the most uh, uh disturbing and troubling times to watch what happened in the 2008 sydney test match with all the uh, umpiring howlers and the uh, way the match was conducted which is not exactly in the spirit of the game and uh, it was good to bring uh, or give my perspective on that controversial game which is famously called as the monkey gate scandal or monkey gate game now and also more recently when he had the incident in cape town uh, the ball tampering scandal which is called the sandpaper gate scandal where the heart and soul of the australian team was taken away for a period of one year steven smith and david bonner were banned from all from the cricket for one year so i'm sure uh, the listeners would have got to to hear what a australian fan would have gone through 
when both the scandals shook world world cricket up and i'm sure that if not uh, getting new found respect or any fun liking for the australian team at least through the test series on amazon prime one could get what it actually meant for the australian management and players to have gone through such a scandal and come out stronger now in the next episode we will get into more uh uh personal and more closer scandals and controversies that have impacted us at on a much larger scale and we don't we are not restricting it only to uh controversies that involved australia thanks